You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on? Go! Let's go, everybody. Hard hat. They're going to come off. They're going to come off. It's a hard hat night. The prop is coming off. Celtics uh, even up the series here with a dominant performance, John. What are are we thinking? How are we feeling? You know, feeling better than we did after game one? I mean, it's amazing, right? Because they got all sorts, you know, the the news roller coaster from the day, you know. Oh. You know, Al Al goes from doubtful to questionable. So you're like, uh uh-oh, there's a chance. There's a chance he's going to play. You find out Derek White is out, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Well, at least – but Marcus is probable, so he's likely going to play. So you're you're happy there, but how good is he going to be? And then Al all of a sudden (laughs) is in, and you're like, wait a second. That's the starting five, and that's the starting five that never loses to anybody ever. Um, Right. And ironically, the starting five wasn't – the, the super key um, because they were actually better when they went to one big and played a little small, but still you got good Rob minutes. Um, you got, uh, you know, uh, second you know, stint Rob was, was it was a second stint team. Rob was, was good. They were better once they had those things, but then the friggin' the Marcus game, it's the Marcus game. I mean, there's no the question Marcus. about it. going to go down to the I mean, Marcus game as Bobby would say, Celtic lore. It will go Celtic down. Celtic lore. We'll be, we'll lore. be talking about where we were forever. <laughs> We were in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals. No, but it's – I put the team on his back. It, I mean, you can't have a clearer – you know, a lot of people were doing the whole record without Marcus during the year stuff. Um, and it was – you know, it made a huge difference. But, I mean, the entire season turned around when Marcus Smart came back from injury, decided he was going to be the version of him that we saw in the last 35 games of the year, and everything took off from there. Um, they just got connected. They got connected on defense. He slowed things down on offense. And that's what they needed bad. They were so out of sorts last game, uh, both offensively and defensively. They weren't connected, and they just didn't have that guy to kind of stay in control. You saw Miami play that's so in control. Miami played so in control in game one, Jimmy Butler, nothing seemed forced, nothing seemed rushed. And the Celtics just seemed kind of all over the place, really scattered. And Marcus just came in and just settled it. Um, and that's before he started scoring. He had a, he had a bad shooting first half. Uh, and he was still one of the best players on the court because he was so important on defense. He was so good distributing the ball, running the offense, getting guys, you know, getting everything organized. So even before he started scoring, he was having a great game. And I think he had a two for 11 first half. And then he just started frigging dropping threes left and right. The over the backboard shot. I mean, just bananas. So, I mean, it was so good. It was such a, and, and he's not, you saw the warm up. him walking onto the court. He's limping. 
Right. He's still not anywhere close to 100%. He plays 40-something minutes, and he's the best player on the court by far. They asked him, you know, they, they did the walk-off interview with him. He said that the foot's feeling great, you know, a little bit of pain, but nothing he can't play through. I mean, you didn't you didn't notice he was hurt while he was out there playing. Uh, no. It's the Marcus Smart effect. I mean, he like you said, John, he, he wasn't hitting shots to start this game. In fact, a buddy of mine texted me and was said, like, only Marcus Smart could, you know, single-handedly drop the team's shooting percentage 15 points. And I was like, dude, are you watching the game? Because – it doesn't matter what he's doing on offense right now. He's absolutely preventing the heat from being a basketball team right now. You know, Jimmy Butler couldn't, you know, they couldn't pick on Pritchard. They couldn't make, get the switches that they want. He was hounding Butler. I know Butler kind of got things going a little bit in the third, but the Celtics responded, you know, it wasn't that third quarter that, you know, wasn't anything like the third quarter of game one. Um, and the Celtics kept the foot on the gas and, and to their credit, they answered what they, whatever the heat had left. And one Marcus, run. Marcus Mar was a huge, was the biggest reason behind that and you and you mentioned how they missed that in the first game because he kind of sets the tone paces them I think he believe it's kind of funny saying this but I think he can kind of I don't want to say calm them down but I think he does have that um ability him and Horford and we and you know Horford's another guy that came back there came back on the um court tonight those are the two veterans the two real veterans of this team not to say that Brown and Tatum aren't veterans at this point because they are but you know Smart and Horford obviously Horford have been around for a while and to have them out there just gives you that extra element of, you know, not just on the court stuff, but off the court, you know, the mental side of things as well. So um, pure team effort tonight, you know, even Grant Williams got it going. He had a rough game one and, and he got hot, had a couple threes to start the game and ended up with 19 points. And we got to mention our guy, P-Party, Peyton Pritchard. Got Boston Pea Party. I still this think guy. that was the best. I still think that was the best nickname. And Boston Pea Party from that that was born last year on the show. <laughs> didn't quite take off, but maybe there's a still second it life sh- here. It should have. Back. Um, a freaking plus thirty nine. It's been a pea party, man. It's been a pea party. Plus thirty nine in twenty minutes or something like that. I mean, that's freaking nuts. Bananas. <laughs> I yeah. mean, unreal. Him, him, and um, who was the other crazy? Well, was it Grant? Him and Grant had um. Unbelievable plus minuses tonight, like upper thirties. Um, so you got to give them, uh, got to give them their dues. Team effort. Um, no Derek White. Didn't really miss him a whole lot. I I hate to say it, but um, buddy of mine said that maybe Derek White should go on like a one month paternity leave. Here's it's, the it's thing. Important to see your kid. So maybe here's the thing. Leave. You know what did we? Uh, this is what we've always believed. Not always. That's a lie. We didn't always believe it, but we, what we came to believe late in the year and and I think became evident was that the Celtics fully healthy were extremely difficult to beat. Totally. Not just extremely difficult, like an entire level above the next tier of competition. They were killing teams. And that's what, again, that's why the Rob injury was so discouraging. That's why any bumps and bruises they've suffered along the way here are so freaking frustrating because it honestly feels like, and again, injuries are part of this and Miami's without Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker left during the game. So they're down two starters too here. So not to make excuses, I can overcome a 30 freaking point drubbing, but it's part of the game. Everybody goes through it, but you've just felt that if, it didn't matter if everybody on every team had all their players, Celtics included, the Celtics were going to win because they were a level above everyone they were playing. Uh, and this kind of felt a little like that. And when you do get Derek White back, again, I do think 
this small lineup against Miami and having guys out there that can move the ball and play defense and play defense on their perimeter guys is going to be a frigging nightmare. You're really not worried yeah. about anything on the interior for Miami. Which... The Celtics can pester all of their players. They can take Miami out of their rhythm. They can really challenge their shots. You got to, you know, the Jimmy Butler is going to do what Jimmy Butler does, but uh, it, it, Celtics well, both right. ways. Yeah. yeah they, uh, their defense should be able to stifle them. And offensively, they have more firepower just because of the Jays alone. And when other guys contribute like smart and Pritchard and granted tonight, forget about it. So uh, this was awesome. Sherrod's trying to peek in, just letting everybody know at home. Um, Sherrod Blakely, Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, all in Miami, uh, hanging out. Sherrod just, tried to pop in we'll get him in as soon as he can um and uh we'll uh we'll hang out for as long as uh you guys uh want us to honestly uh here to talk about uh an amazing game two victory uh for tonight uh jimmy what else stood out to you and again i know it'll be the marcus game but uh you know just differences between yeah. obviously um you know game one and game two what the celtics did better sure well I mean, obviously, they did everything better, first of all. I mean, it, it, you know what, though, is that that third quarter from that game one, it, 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 I'm I'm hoping that that was just the exception in this series. And if you look at that game, you know, and you look at this game, the Celtics have played pretty dominant. Uh, I don't want to say dominant, but they, they've, they've clearly, in my opinion, been the better team. I can't explain what happened in that third quarter. I don't know if it was <laughs> – I don't know what it was. I, don't, <laughs> I really can't explain. I don't even want to think about it. But um, tonight was just a complete effort. You know, I love the way they came out. Um, I love the way that they kept their foot in the gas. And we haven't mentioned Tatum yet, but he had his spurts tonight where he looked like the best player in the court. He had some big shots. He had some threes. Um, and, again, that a good response. You know, the one thing I'll say about the Celtics team, they haven't lost two in a row yet in the playoffs. They respond. They, they have been able to respond to adversity or poor performances. They don't carry – uh, a poor performance into the next game. They're not down on their luck. They leave it behind. They start fresh. And so far, I mean, now they're, what, 4-0 after losses? So um, there's something to be said about that. The resolve on this team, a relatively young team, um, is important in the playoffs because it can be an emotional or it is an emotional time. You know, every game is peak of – Sherrod's back, back in the party zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Sherrod, fellas? Sherrod, you in the club? The club is me. What are you talking about? Sherrod's I don't have to go club. anywhere for the club. The club is me. Man, this is right, a hell of, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Mark, I, I, I try to kind of, you know, Prepare you guys for the Marcus Smart experience in game two after game one. Uh, this was so much better than I thought. Uh, I thought he would play well. I did not anticipate he would play this well. The scoring, it came as the game went along. But his ability to control the pace, control the tempo, organize this team offensively, doing all the little things that we did not see in game one. Uh, I, I thought, I, like I said, I thought they would win game two. But there's no way in hell anyone could have thought it would have been this emphatic. Yeah, what's interesting, and, and again, for everyone out there, Sherrod knows stuff, and Sherrod was was very confident, very confident, very. Uh, though he didn't yeah. state it as a fact, but he was pretty damn certain. He couldn't, uh, Mark, but he wanted to. Marcus was coming back for game two, so Sherrod knows stuff, uh, and he knew stuff, and 
you know, he was pretty confident that not only is Marcus going to play, he was going to be effective. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm stunned, you know. Yeah, this the- is borderline. John, if you were more public with your Marcus Smart takes, it'd be borderline apology, Cam. Yeah, but I mean, I'm look like I said is I'm only basing it on you know talking to people like Dr. Jess Flynn and and people who know stuff and they're like, even a really mild midfoot sprain requires a week or two of nothing, total rest. It's sore as hell. It's hard as hell to do anything on it. If he plays, he's going to be limited and gimpy and in pain. You know they can shoot him up and he can tough it out, but it'll be hard. It'll be a hard thing for him to do it um, with such a short turnaround. They had two days off between game seven and game one and only four days here to, uh, to this, that's such a short runway for him to not only play, but to play this effectively. And then, like I said, you see the video of him that the Celtics themselves released walking onto the, walking into the arena and he's gimping just, just, you know, he's just, his gate looks off and you're like, Oh man. And I was like, all right, he's going to game it. Cause he's Milking tough as nails. Bit, and that's what he's going to do. And he's going to, and, he, and he's crafty and he's wily and he'll figure out a way. And any Marcus is better than no Marcus. I totally did, feel that way. But he was, did you talk? I, I think early it looked like he was a little, let's feel how it goes. He was right. Yes. He was that absolutely early on. You could definitely see it. But um, as the game went on, I felt like he kind of loosened up instead of the other way around. I was afraid whatever they shoot him up with to start is going to wear off as the game goes on and he'll start to stiffen. He looked better physically as the game went on, just more agile, a little bit more daring, darting into spaces, all the kind of stuff that you see, the Cobra strike of Oladipo on that play on the sideline and all of those things. Like he just started, he looked exactly like he always looks after looking a teeny bit tentative in the beginning. He was just, it was just phenomenal. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I, I, I will, I will say is this, that when for the mid for a mid foot sprain, because remember this is the same injury that kept Anthony Davis out damn near all year. Uh, but Marcus, my understanding with his particular case, it was – it's not even – I can't even really call it a mild foot sprain. Um, it was something that, again, they, they're obviously just concerned about it because whenever you have that type of injury, you need to be concerned about it. Mm-hmm. But, my, but my understanding after game one was that there was basically no way in hell that he was not going to play in game two. Um, and I, and I, I tried to kind of press, you know, my sources for, you know, what, is, what the hell does that really mean? And they said, let me tell you something. There's no way in hell that he's not going to play in game two. And again, knowing Marcus how I do, that wouldn't, there is, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that he was going to be out there playing. Um, no, and, and again, did I think he, did I think he'd play this well? Hell no. There's no way in the world I thought he would be this effective, but I did think that he could make an impact and little, and again, little things that he was able to do that, that we saw was not happening in game one like when they blitzed Tatum what did Tatum do he swung the ball to Marcus middle of the floor Marcus eventually got it back to him he goes to the free throw line we saw in game one that's two points the other way Jimmy Butler cruising in for a dunk this was maybe the best game Marcus has had in terms of what the team needed from him and him being able to deliver that he's had better scoring games he's had better I think overall games but as far as what he what they needed from him and what he delivered I don't think he's had a better game in, in meeting that yeah, this is going to be like uh, when the Hawk, you know, let's say like the Bruins season ends and they announce like all the players who have like a laundry list of surgeries. This is going to be Marcus Smart whenever the Celtics season ends. It's going to be like, yeah, Marcus Smart played with a uh, broken ankle, uh, you know, a, a sp- split spleen, uh, you know, a bruised thigh. It's going to be a laundry, just a laundry list of 
of injuries. But that's the type of guy he is, man. He he's hard. No one's ever gonna say, you know, you can say whatever you want about Marcus Smart. No one's ever gonna say that he doesn't leave it all out there. He doesn't play tough. He doesn't play hard, and all that stuff. Because and and that's honestly what you want in you know, every player wants to play with a guy like that. You know, like those guys are so valuable. They don't have to lead the team in scoring every night. It's just what they do, you know, outside the box score. You know, it's it's the it's you know it's all the 50-50 balls on top of that. But the defense he played tonight, just the ability for him to be able to guard everybody, Sherrod, the fact that they can't, you know, try to target players in the Celtics when he's out there and, and the fact that he can, you know, do what he can with Butler and do what he can with, you know, even guys like Bam and, and you know, whoever, you know, it's it's so vital to have him in this game. And we all said it after game one. It's like, if it's between Smart and Horford, it's, it's an easy decision. You got to go. It's, you got to roll with Smart. I mean, he, he might be might be the second most important player on the team. I don't want to go down that argument, uh, that hole again. But um, honestly, this is what he's able to do out there. Um, you can't replicate it, really. I mean, and when he's missing, you saw exactly what happened in that game. Right. And, and the other thing, too, is that, you know, the one guy who I thought benefited more than anyone else by Marcus being out there was Tatum. This was one of his most efficient playoff games. Yeah. Ever. I mean, because he didn't third. have to handle the ball and get exactly to, and, and have to get this offense going and exactly. then get trapped and blitzed and have all the whole burden on himself. He's freer when Marcus is out there. No doubt his, about it. His focus was more on getting buckets, which is what he does exceptionally well. Marcus's job is to get him the ball. I mean, Marcus, you know, he, he finished with 12 assists. And one turnover. One turnover. And that was on a terrific play where he made a steal and got credited with the turnover because he saved the ball out of bounds and it happened to hit Tatum's foot. That was was barely a turnover. That was an incredible play where he friggin' tried to – I mean, whatever. But he was incredible. And I wish you could have found one way to get one more damn rebound for the triple And they kept him out there maybe a couple minutes too long just for that one. You know it. He was you under the basket, did. like you know. Right, right. But what yeah. we've seen, coaches, we've seen that before. And we saw Doc Rivers do that with Rondo when Rondo had that streak where, you know, they were getting. I think it was against Detroit or something like that. We kept him out there longer just so we can get that. The rebounds, the easy yeah. one because you just gotta tell everybody, hey, when just, the shot goes up, just get out of the get way. Away. Right. You know, that's how Russell Westbrook got like fifty, like thirty <laughs> of his triple doubles that first year. He's like, I'm grabbing these. All right, guys. If, it, if everything's, you know, all things being equal, I'm gonna get this one. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh did you guys hit on Grant at all yet? Uh, we went roundabout a little bit okay. just talking about how like but you know and, and again say whatever you want in that regard, but it was obvious they as soon as the, the major shift in this game came when they took Rob out and put Grant in and then the energy shifted, bam. Um and, and, and that was a huge thing. And like I know like it'll sound like it was a slight on Rob, but I really think it was just uh, it was more on the two big lineup. I think they were better when they went to that smaller lineup. Uh, and I think that that's the way to go. And in fact, honestly, like, even though they have all their guys back, I'm still actually, uh, you know, and I, Rob's my guy and he's my binky and everything, but I'm still in favor of actually starting Grant and bringing Rob off the bench uh, in this series against this team. But, uh, you know, I guess you've got your starting five that friggin' slaughtered people all year long. So if it ain't broke, but that right. was a huge turning point when they went there, and then also the Pritchard minutes as well. But those guys in there, Grant and Pritchard, really turned the energy there, and that's in that second quarter. Still I just think this is one of those. Yeah, th- yeah. yeah, this is one of those series where I, I do think Grant has the potential to be a major impact player because of his ability to space the floor. Uh, 
that's the one thing again. It's and it's no fault of Rob. Rob's a great rim protector, great rim runner, and Grant is a great. Well, he's a good three point shooter. Uh, he keeps the defense honest. And I, I thought he did a good job of making the most of his opportunities because you're right. I mean, they did not start to really separate themselves until Grant got it cooking there in the second quarter. And Pritchard had that really big, big, big three-pointer that led to – Or, I'm sorry, not in the second. Late in the first, they turned a they turned a le- they turned turned a a 10-point deficit into an 11-point lead there when Rob went out of that game late in the first, and then they kind of extended it's it into the second, the second and beyond. Right. Uh, but that was right – that was there. I mean, you're down 10 and you go up 11. That was remarkable. Uh, And they did it in like six minutes. It was like a 21. You talked about 22 to two run in the third quarter last game. The Celtics went 26 to seven run in that, in that, in that period there. And it really was sparked by uh, Grant coming in there uh, in place of Rob in that lineup that they had uh, running there. Grant coming in and we, we gotta, we gotta talk about Mr. First quarter, Jalen Brown. I mean, he had, what was it? 11 or 11 in the first quarter. It felt like he had more. I was shocked. I I, when I, I looked at the box score. I thought he had like seventeen that know, quarter, but he, it felt eleven. Like it. It's just every, it's just everything went in. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and, every, and that's that's kind of what Jalen Brown's. I don't want to say known for, but I mean his starts are are no secret. This guy comes out guns blazing to set the set the tone in a way. And yeah, I mean you you kind of as the game goes on, you almost kind of forget about it because it's like okay, he kind of cooled off a little bit. But really, you know, starting off that way and get, getting the Celtics going and you know, making sure they don't go down big. Remember this team last season? They would go down massively to start games. It was horrible the way. And they'd have to spend the rest of the game trying to claw back, and then they might claw back and then lose by seven. And you'd be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Well, it was bad. You had to claw back all game. But when you get a guy like Jalen Brown, you know, kind of setting the setting the tone or, or getting the guys going or trying to get them sparked, that prevents that situation from happening. So if you talk about the first quarter, you got to kind of give him his dues too. And I, he needs to do that, I think, in every game in this series because the one thing I, I we're all seeing with Jalen is he's picking up a lot of fouls, uh, yeah. and, and that that concerns me because he, he's, you know, he's kind of putting himself, you know, in the crosshairs of not being able to be on the floor when they need him most in the floor. But to your credit, to your point, Jimmy, his ability to get off to a great start is huge for this team because Tatum, I, I I really didn't think Tatum was just like kind of asserting himself as a scorer early no, on. It seemed like he was just kind of really feeling the game out and just kind of letting the things kind of go with the flow. Um, but, but again, that's that's Jalen. That's the role that he may need to play in this series. Miss the first quarter and let the rest of the guys kind of fill out the next three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tatum didn't have one of those, like, nights where he was adamant about, you know, scoring and shooting, you know, really, really the opposite, to be completely honest. And that was fine. I mean, he let the game kind of come to him, and it just wasn't a night where he needed to – to play like that and obviously the Celtics played they controlled a pretty healthy lead for the majority of this game I mean they they never they never let this the heat come back into the game you know once they jumped out to that lead at the end of the first that was it I mean it was kind of one stretch they got it down to 17 there where Butler yeah, got hot in the third right. quarter and then, but, I mean but right back up well it was you go from there was like three minutes there was like three minutes left in the third quarter I mean if they didn't finish that no, quarter I, strong, I, yeah, it could have been like you a yeah, you, you went 29 it. to 17 fast, and it was it was fast because the Celtics completely shut down on offense right. and defense. So that little surge to get it back, they got it right back to 27, and then it ended up 25. So the lead held right. exact. But it was important, I think, to stem that right there and stop yeah. that bleeding. Because 
if it kept going south and you got to like 12, 13, 14, it's white knuckle time in the yeah, fourth because and so that was good. That was good on them. That was one run and that was the <laughs> only run Miami had all game. That's pretty friggin' good. You know, that, right. that that was it. And you erased it quick. So good composure on that. Smart, they didn't. That was when Smart got hot, too, kind of. You know, he started to drop the top, on top of the defense he was playing. So, yeah, he right. kind of had the dagger three there, I think, to put the Celtics up. Um, no. He had everything, right? Not only the he dagger did. threes, but the breaking Struess's ankles, which might already be damaged to begin with because he was a game-time decision. Uh, <laughs> That poor, that poor dude looked like he broke both his ankles and was like, ah, I have to get up now. He's like, he's like, shoot it already, would you? And, 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 and Marcus waited for him to get up, too. That was the thing. Yeah. He was and just like, like, you okay, little fella? Uh, and, and, and he's on the ground. He's like, are you going to shoot or are you going to make me get up? And he got right. up. <laughs> I think Marcus like, took a step forward just to check on him, make sure he was okay. And then he yeah, should, good, he good. And yeah, then the over the Larry Bird over the backboard, you know, hard. Uh, was was friggin' great too. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That kind of got him going. I, I think up to that point he was kind of missing a lot. Oh my god, that stuff was great. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better line where the game starts. Let's bring in uh, Bobby Manning. Bobby Manning in Miami, hanging out. Let's check out the fit. What do we got? We got Bobby. Oh, it's a new Man. one today. Miami Bobby. Just oh, grabbed yeah. it before the game. Oh, I like this. <laughs> okay. I like it. Leave button down. I like that. That's very Miami vice. Uh, That's, he's very Miami today. Yeah, I, I got. I actually. This is Sharada proof. This is Sharada proof. Yeah. One of our commenters suggested it actually, and I went right over and got it. So. Shout out to oh, whoever wow. commented on, the, on the shoot we did this morning. Who are you wearing? Oh, I can't even think of it. It's a, it's a Spanish name. I'm usually pretty okay. good with Spanish, but not this, okay. not this we'll, word. We'll, we'll Someone in the comments people. will have it because they actually suggested it. It'll, it'll pop up here in a minute. But okay. well, you get, you, uh, Man, yeah. what a game. <laughs> yeah, wow. what a game. We, we'll all, we will it. all be talking about where we were on the Marcus Smart game, right, Bobby? Yeah, that was a special one tonight. Uh, just loading the box score top to bottom. Uh, more of a second half pacing effort, I felt like, than an impactful first half effort. He was good in the first half, but he, well, really he had eight assists in the, the first half, half. And, and you know, so you know, he just wasn't hitting his shots. Right, with zero yeah. turnovers, which is right. Yeah, you can't beat it. Can't nitpick it. It was amazing. Defensively, saw that locked in, gave them the ability to switch. Um, Al Horford. Awesome, I thought in his return. Wasn't everything just more settled with him out there versus uh, mm-hmm. how it looked when at the times, especially at the time when they lost the game there in the third quarter? Hard to complain about the first. And again, you know, such a bad taste in your mouth after that first game. And I know I kind of like chided people who were like, well, they won three quarters, but yeah, it doesn't matter when you get you know, knock the F out in the third. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it really was a six, seven minute stretch where they just couldn't 
settle themselves down. And, you know, just have Marcus is such a calming force out there, both offensively and defensively, keeping everybody connected, but also just having the ball run through him at times, not having all the pressure on Tatum to be the primary ball handler. It's no secret why he had a ton of turnovers last game because there was just more demand more pressure uh you know on him to to deliver and to do everything and marcus just took the kind of like eased that burden yeah they passed really well up to bottom i thought tatum threw some really nice ones and after that run you talked about there john that he got into their zone and we didn't see it at all in game one game two they decided to pull it out with that eight point lead and the celtics just tore it apart you saw their yeah. eyes shoot open like we watched this all day on Monday, and now we're going to light it up. And Grant did a great job beating it on the weak side shooting. Tatum got off the ball a little bit there. Marcus had some good passing. Warford got in the high post. They were just ready to tear it apart. And after that, the Celtics went on a 37-10 to 10 run. Uh, yeah. Just dominance through the middle portion of this game. He got lit up in the half court. He, offensively, they couldn't get anything going. And now, I don't know if you guys saw, but P.J. Tucker getting an MRI on his knee, that's not going to help them. They had to go to Duncan Robinson in the second half to try to get so, something going, and yeah, it just wasn't there. So that's interesting, Bobby, because you mentioned those two. Th those are two things I wanted to kind of lump together. Heat goes zone, and it blows up in their face, and they play the Duncan Robinson card, hoping to spark them, and it doesn't make a it doesn't make a lick of difference. And those are two gimmicks, you know. Like you always talk about teams that have to rely on stuff like zone. When you start going into your bench and playing guys who haven't been in your rotation to try to figure stuff out, that's not a great sign. It means you're searching. It means you're not really satisfied with what you have out there and you're trying anything and i know it's only one game but between that and the zone spolstra has to go into his bag and he used up two tricks and it didn't do a friggin' thing for you so what else is next you know are you going to just be able to run out my guys versus your guys if the celtics are fully healthy and have Derek white back and feel good enough about that i mean we saw that with milwaukee bud was looking for the right rotations all series long and he couldn't figure out which lineup to go with and whichever he went with you'd be like ah but i don't love this and i don't love that and you're it, it, and you're wondering if miami's going to run into these problems here if, with this if the celtics have all their guys and that's a problem go ahead Gerard. He thin, Gerard. yeah he feels thinner right now especially if they lose tucker yeah, yeah i mean and, and the, the other thing that i thought really stood out in this game was that he made some pretty obvious adjustments that Miami couldn't adapt to, like, running guys along the baseline rather than just running them, they're actually looking to score. It reminded me of an old Doc Rivers offense where Avery Bradley, that was literally the only way Avery Bradley would score. We saw that with Grant. We saw that with Tatum. And Marcus Smart was against the guy engineering that. That's a wrinkle that for a team that is as locked in defensively as Miami, to not be able to stop that when Boston went that, that's a problem. So when you start looking at the adjustments that Miami is going to have to make at the defensive end of the floor, and then you look at the fact that you, you you might not have P.J. Tucker and you might have to play Duncan Robinson more, they're in trouble. They're, they're in serious trouble. And think about it. We played eight quarters. Celtics have won, I think, pretty clear six, probably seven of those eight and quarters. that's what we were talking about last game, Sherrod. I, I know John 
went crazy a little bit there when I said, oh, they won three quarters. But again, you just saw. Uh, let me ask you this. Even did, they, were, did the Heat could... play the Celtics even for two quarters tonight? Because the score says they did, and they no, certainly did not. That's not. I'm not even talking about the I, I know, but that's enough. what I mean is, like, it was close. It was competitive, even though the Celtics played well in the first half. And during when the Heat came and just – destroyed them in the only portion of the game that really mattered and and that really was it it was competitive i don't think winning a quarter by three points and saying like you're dominating no, every but quarter i'm talking about the first half tonight they one. dominated every quarter even though the scoreboard says they tied in two of them because they started with yeah. a 25 point at the half and finished with one um in the game it wasn't it was wire to wire domination in this game yeah yeah but when we're looking at game one if we stack what was most important Third quarter, obviously most important. First half, Celtics were in pretty good control of that game, even without Smart, even without Horford. Defensively, they were locked in, keep stagnant in the half court. And then the fourth quarter was obviously a wash that they won, didn't matter at all. But you saw in that first half that the Celtics could hold down the heat if they kept them in the half court. Things got out in transition, got a little erratic in that second half, and that's where it really fell apart for the Celtics there. But in this one, you bring back Smart, you bring back Walker, and like I said, coming into this series, I feel like the Celtics have a real upper hand on this team. Like, talent-wise, matchup-wise, I think their offense is good enough to not play into what the Heat want to do here, especially with these guys back. And now that you have that starting lineup back, that crushed teams in the second half of the season, all five of those guys looking good, plus Grant as a pseudo six starter, I think you might have a backdoor sweep here. I think you might. Wow. Stop it, Bobby. Stop it. Bobby, I got to tell it. you, I got to tell Stop you, man, it. you are just – Swinging back and forth, I my man. I said coming into the series, John. This could be a five-six game. Series. I, you also said the Heat scare you, and they're much better than we're giving them credit for. Like I'm trying to figure out which angle, which which which, which angle you're playing. Well, that's just me holding myself back a little bit there. And then you saw that. what it looked like without the two starters back, but you get those two guys back. We talked about this morning, Rod, Sway, and I. Like just a game changer, a ray of news entering this day. Smart. Yeah. Looking good, coming back, being himself, Forford jumping right out of the COVID protocol. All of a sudden, you got your starting five back, and you just mash teams. So that that's the thing. I think. I, I think the one thing to really look at is, you know, just straight personnel wise. I would have picked the Celtics in five or six and not blinked. I was I was nervous for the two things. One, we didn't know how right Rob was. He was a DNP for the last few games, was emergency only in game seven, had no idea what you'd be getting out of him. And while he hasn't been perfect um, health-wise, I don't see issues with him right now. And Marcus, I just did not expect you'd see not only him return by game two, but be be this good in, in, in such a short period of time coming off that injury, which I guess was considerably milder than, 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 than even a mild version of this, of, of, of this injury. Um, so with that, and then with Derek white missing this game, missing this game, but probably oh, back go. for the rest of back for the rest of the series, you're fully loaded for the rest of the time here. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, now again, the heat are going in the wrong direction. Lowry doesn't seem like he's even close and who knows if and when he comes back, but those hamstrings are tough, man. And if Tucker goes out, this could go sideways fast, fast, fast for Miami. Yeah. From the beginning, I thought this was going to be a six-game series for Boston. And there, there's been nothing I've seen so far 
that leads me to think otherwise. I think Miami will get at least one more game. I, I, I just think they're that good. They're that tough. And the Celtics, I think, will have an off game. But the Celtics are the better team. I mean, there's just really no – I mean, we can we can, we can shoot – go all around and, and, and look at all the different lineups and the different rotations and all that. Bottom line, the Celtics are a better team from top to bottom than Miami. Jimmy, you think I, so? Yes, I think so. I, I mean, I, I, I think when the I think I said Celtics in seven just because it feels like it just felt like it was going to be a dogfight. But now seeing how things are kind of shaking out for the Heat, I just don't think they have the manpower to roll with the Celtics. The Celtics, if they have the starting five going and going strong and going healthy, I don't think the Heat can contain them. I, just, I mean, Jimmy Butler is one guy, you know, and, and he's a stud. Don't get me wrong; he's going to do everything he can to keep it close. But after him. You know, Bam Bam is not Bam, or Bam isn't who I thought Bam was going to be. I guess because he's yeah. just not the he's not the dual threat offense offensively. You know, defensively, of course, he's still a force, but he's not a offensively man, aggressive he, enough. There's a lot to be, and he uh, has he has no game away from the basket either, right. and that's that's a that's a problem for him. He's not taking you off the dribble, and he's not pulling up. Um, and the Celtics six know shot that. attempts tonight. So you're worried about only his one. verticality and your back line this time versus last time you saw him for an extended period in the bubble two years ago, isn't yeah. Tyson Cantor and rookie Rob anymore. It's Horford and Williams. So you just feel a lot better back there. You're just not worried about anything. Bam's going to do. He's, he's not shooting good. enough. He's, he's not good, shooting but he's, enough. yeah, he's not aggressive They're, enough. He doesn't look for his offense. They're not looking for him. Well, they, t- I mean, they, the Celtics have done a good job of taking away the role. I mean, when he's rolling, they, he, there's no room. There's no room to pass because typically the defender on the ball is has length over the ball handler. So there's not a clear path to get him the ball. The Celtics defensively have put Miami in a pickle. They can't – Bam's not getting open. And when he does get open, the ball handler can't see him because you've got a Tatum or Jalen Brown on the ball. That's a problem. They switched so well tonight. Yeah. And yeah. Gabe Benson was just So well. They switched we so today, well. Man. So oh, well, yeah, we couldn't move the ball. No, it was incredible. They, offense, could, he said. they couldn't get in. They couldn't get paint touches. They couldn't get any open threes. Everybody was getting over the screens. Uh, it was it was unbelievable. It was one of those days where on those switches, it felt like the Celtics had six guys out there. It was really, really <laughs> tough for Miami to get anything going on offense. Uh, real quick, we want to mention here while we have you all uh, once again, our lovely sponsor, Hello Fresh. Um, yeah. 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant, my friends. Wow. It is good, good stuff. It's fresh, farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients sent to your home. Seasonal recipes delivered. Sherrod, the party guys can't get in on this read. I'm sorry. Uh, it's delivered right to your doorstep. Yeah. Skip the trip to the grocery store. And count, guys, I got to get the friggin' read out. All right, dude. Jeez Louise. Skip the trips to the We're grocery store. Paid. Count Sorry. on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and Jimmy. You know I'm gonna call on you when I need the. I need you to Jimify it. Okay, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming all right, it's you coming, buddy. Yeah, when it's time for you to talk about the meatloaf and your Indian chicken, Come I on. will point. I will point to you, buddy. I love the meatloaf. Love the meatloaf. <laughs> I am all about the meatloaf. On top of that, the newest menu releases include include Mediterranean recipes filled with fresh fruits, veggies, nuts, olive oils, fiber-packed whole grains, nourishing balance. Customize your favorite dishes with the new Hello Custom offerings, swapping out one protein or a side for another, upgrading to a deluxe experience, even adding a protein or a veggie 
to a meal, supersize it, do whatever you want. You can basically customize this to be exactly what you need. We have all gotten this. Not only did we get our complimentary HelloFresh, but uh, many of us signed up to get another 16 meals sent to our doorstep, which is the deal we have for you. 16 meals. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash playoff 16. That's for 16 wins. 16 wins to get to the finals. Jimmy, how many do we how many do we need? How many do we got right now? <laughs> huh? Uh, he, 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 he oh, now, 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 now he doesn't want to talk. Now he now wants he to be silent. We got nine. nine. We got nine. Yeah. We need. Screwed seven. that up last time. If we tried yes, that. we did. We but. did. 16 free meals, three free gifts. Come get some, please. Um, guys, absolutely. Uh, Jimmy, we can't hear you. We want to hear about the meatloaf, but we can't get it. We can't get you. The meatloaf was great. Potatoes, yeah. all the sides. And it's, again, so easy. Everything's packaged. The instructions are right in yes. there. It's What's up, Joe Slay? You just rip it open. What's going on? John, there. don't be cutting off Bobby like that, man. No, it's good. Going, I, want Bobby. To, I want to make sure we can hear you. I think we all oh. agree, man. Meatloaf. That's that's good stuff. But I like the tacos, too. Those uh, pork tacos are amazing. Um, oh, I'll let Josue jump Reed. in here. I'm going to head back, back uh, over the pressers there and catch some other guys. But uh, let me set the table with this. You know, I like to leave dropping a bomb here. But to me... Celtic starters back in tow. Are you going to say the series is over again? Because last time you did, it went really poorly for the other team. Oh, for in reverse? But yeah, in reverse. Last time you, last time you called the series over, uh, the other team won all the games. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's you know true. what I'm doing. This is over. <laughs> Do with it what you may. And I don't think the Celtics are going to lose. Are you again. really doing that right now? You oh, just did it again. Jeez. Mark the timestamp 41-0-0. Bobby once again declares the series over. Somebody, um, somebody, After two one games. Of, one of the last YouTube videos in the comments, they said Bobby is such a prisoner of the moment, and I was like, damn, that is such a good Yo, way to explain. That's, Bobby. Yeah, I, I can't word it any better than that. That's, that's what perfect. small sample sizes is. That? Yeah, like, it was a how YouTube you comment. Like this guy, he's two for his last three from three point land. I'm like, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Historic. He's shooting at a historic clip. <laughs> again, again, again. This isn't like like John likes to say. This isn't apology cam worthy. But it's just it's I don't know. It's like you're it's way one other or way one of the or the other end. There's no in between. One eighty yeah. Bobby. That's what it was. Hashtag one eighty Bobby. Man. Flip like, flip flopper. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's not, again, it's not apology cam worthy, but um, yeah, it's it's what Bobby does. It's what Bobby does. And I don't I don't think this is I don't think this is necessary right now it's, it's inappropriate it really what's is good, because what's good josue what's good in miami man what's, what's going on oh man a lot of things but let's let's, let's talk about what happened just now josue my man he's man, loving miami's this been, miami life listen miami's been fun you know uh hanging out with obviously bobby in, in the city has been fun and 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 Chirac called me pitbull a lot it's fun like it's been playful it's been great but the Celtics needed to come correct in this game they needed to get this win Head, head into Boston, send that message, and Marcus Smart did it in the best way possible. And look, I was one of those guys that was also saying, why is Marcus still in this game? This thing is over. But with the way this the, the game one panned out, and E-May obviously having a bit of a soft spot here because Marcus plays so well. He let them out there for another 90 seconds so you could try to get that triple-double. It didn't Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. But, but you know what? That's okay because Marcus, 
needed this in a big way, man. Like, I, I just can't imagine as a competitor, you know, for, for someone like Marcus to sit there through game one and, and you know, that injury, that just a quick turnaround to another series. And he talked about it just now, how being out there and telling guys what's going on and, and being the guy to keep everyone, you know, focused, it's completely different when he's in uniform compared to when he's on the sidelines. He's like, the ins and outs, when you're really, you know, losing the way the Celtics were losing in that third quarter in game one, some players just don't want to hear you. You know, they, don't, they just don't. They're just not in the moment to hear you. But when you're in there with these guys in the trenches, man, it's a, it's a difference. And we saw that on both ends for the Celtics, right? I mean, Marcus, we know who he is. He's the defensive player of the year. But offensively, just some of these passes, man, like he's really come a long way with with his his journey as a point guard, man. Like we, we, there were so many question marks at the beginning of the season. And this this evolution of Marcus at point guard, it, it, it just resonated in a big way in this one in game two, man. What a performance. It just, it ju- and we said earlier, just way it just settles it down some because they were so out of sorts, you know? Right. Um, yeah, uh, you know, and again, not for all of it, just for the stretches that mattered. The game got away from them. There was no one to settle it down. Marcus, like I said, keeps them connected defensively and really settled down the offense. So he was amazing. How do you think he looked? How was he moving? I thought he looked. I thought he looked fine. I thought he looked great, especially with the way he was able to stay in front of his guys. You know, what a lot of the possessions, it was Jimmy Butler, the the, the team's best score you know and and he he i thought he did a good job you know he really kept it um he kept the celtics defense solid and then in that second half man oh actually before the second half you know to to jump out to that huge lead and listen miami heat they went on their run we we expected that in the third quarter but the Celtics contained it you know they kept it they kept it in check um i'm sure some Celtics fans were nervous when it got under 20 just because we've seen this team blow many leads throughout the course of the regular season but um, no, man, that was too big of a gap for these guys to, to blow this time around because uh, uh, just the way they were bouncing back from that game one loss. I mean, look, Spolstra, I think out of all the players that, you know, had the media availability between game one and game two, Spolstra was the only one saying, like, look, this this is going to be a really tough game. Like, the, the Celtics are going to respond in the big way. It's what they do. And, that you know, I threw that stat at him saying, look, you know, Celtics 3-0, you know, after losses in the postseason, is that something you looked at? The way they, the way they you know, perform after losses? And, you know, Piggyback on that conversation after the game, I asked Spolster about the Celtics' approach. And before I can even finish my question, he's just like, the approach? No, it's the, it's the execution with these guys. Like, that's how tough they are. And we're going to have to find a way to, to, to respond back in game three the way they responded here in game two. And that was a big part of why Boston won this thing so emphatically was that they executed at both ends of the floor over and over and over and over again. And some of the things that Spolster was able to do in game one that kind of tilted the game's momentum in their favor didn't work when they tried to blitz Tatum uh, near half court. Did right. not work because he got the ball. He got the ball out quickly. And again, Jimmy Butler, you know, he wasn't able to be kind of that free safety lurking around, oh, getting steals and doing all that kind of stuff. They neutralized pretty much every counter that Miami went to in game one that worked. And so now if you're Spolstra, what are you going to do? Because because at this point, it's really not about it's not about X's and O's because there's not a whole lot you've shown them that they haven't seen already and vice versa. It's about who has a better team, who has a better roster and who can execute better. They're in trouble. 
they're in trouble. Not like Bobby, the series is over trouble. Hell no. Oh, but okay. Don't say, also, whoa, whoa. It's not Toronto. like, whoa, like easy. But the, but the Celtics, what you been doing here in Miami, man? The Celtics, the Celtics are in good shape, though. They're in good shape going back home. Al Horford, for what it's worth, and this is something we've, we've kind of guessed at and tried to speculate how things went down with the testing, um, has revealed that he self-reported, which is something we did not think based off of the fact that he went to shoot around during that morning. But he claims now he self-reported, felt a little off, felt he had to get tested, and did. Um, Sherrod's got a weird – Sherrod's got a smirk on his face. He's not – No, Jimmy, I I, I like that. I mean, well, well, let's – Sherrod Sherrod is not buying. That's his – if that's Al's story, then that's the story that's going to stick. Yo, that's, that's the story that's going to stick. We'll get, we'll get Sherrod's thing. real opinion in a week or so. I'm not. I'm not going to call. Um, whatever. If that's what he says. That's what he says. The one thing I find interesting is that Ime said today. He's like, he ne- he always felt fine. He always felt fine. He said that like in his press conference. Al has his story, and that story's going to stick. I'm going to leave it right there. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, okay, if you're out, the last you're thing say. you want to do is the last thing you want to do is, is spread it to your teammates. You know, like again. So if that's the case, that's fine. But he went to shoot around and was smiling so and I, laughing. Am I, playing, am I playing devil's advocate? I guess I don't know. I don't know. All I know is he went to shoot around, but now he says he felt off and had for a day or two. But he went to shoot around and then tested. And he says he self-tested, and again, whatever, so be it. That's Al's story, and as Sherrod said, he's sticking to it. Um, And uh, got the news, blah, 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 was able to test out. Is what it is. But he... So he beat COVID that quickly. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad Al is back. I think Al Horford's a three-time COVID champion. He is. Three-time survivor. Pretty good. So regardless, the fact that he returned this quickly... Obviously made a huge difference. The fact that he got Marcus Smart back that quickly uh, obviously made a huge difference. And now there's just no reason to believe that you're going to run into any other bumps unless, of course, something else happens uh, unforeseen. But right now, you got you got the band back together, and that's uh, really all you could hope for at this point in the season. Being anywhere close to full health for anyone is remarkable. And though the Celtics did suffer the issues with Rob at the end of the year and into the Brooklyn series and whatever's gone on with Marcus here in this Horford situation. Um, You're at game three of the Eastern conference finals and you've got your entire lineup intact. And that's more than you can say for a lot of people. Again, I want to kind of transition over, um, you know, the PJ Tucker news, getting an MRI, that doesn't mean anything, but they're concerned enough. And they ruled him out. When you get ruled out instantly, when you go back to the locker room, that's usually not a great thing. Right. You know, if you're iffy, it's a questionable to return, and then you kind of do it. But he went back to get looked at. He got ruled out right away. He's having an MRI tomorrow. That's not great. Again, you've got the Larry situation. Here's where the Heat have problems. Um, you know, you broke last in case of emergency, brought Duncan Robinson in the game. The reason he's not playing is you're afraid he's going to get torched on defense. Tyler Hero was a minus freaking 33 tonight in his 20 minutes. I know he's instant offense and he comes in. But not tonight. But you thrust him into a starting role. And what does that mean? Gee, Peyton Pritchard was picking on Tyler Hero in this game. You they were him hunting there. him. They, they were, were hunting, hunting Tyler Hero. Peyton has not hunted a player probably since they played Oregon State. His yes. junior year 
<laughs> they were hunting him. Peyton Pritchard yeah. was, yeah, where is that guy at? Let me get at him. And you put him in a starting lineup and get him on switches against Tatum or as a primary defender against Jalen Brown. Good night. You know, that's not a great situation there. You have to put Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup. They're going to be like, where's Duncan at? That's a problem, you know, and Victor Oladipo's all defensive, all NBA defensive uh, credentials are well past him at this point. Um, So I just don't know what you're going to get if you're missing Tucker out there. He's immensely valuable to them uh, defensively and as a presence out there. So you could have some problems. Especially with the switching. He's able to guard multiple positions, obviously, that intensity. I mean, look, he's he gets the guys riled up. And, and honestly, I feel like if the microscope isn't over Bam out of bio right now, it's, I mean, before the injury, it's definitely going to be now because his offense, like, they got to find a way to unlock him if you're Miami. I mean, between Al coming back and, you know, the, the energy shifting, if you will, with this with this huge win for the Celtics going into Boston, they have to find a way to unlock him. And I think they're, they're going to try to. Uh, it's supposed to try to, but – um, how the Celtics respond defensively in game three, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really t- telling to see uh, how comfortable Bam Adebayo is going to be on offense from this point forward because this is good. This is a big spot for him, I think, in both of these games, honestly, in Boston, uh, game three and four. He has to step up if they're going to have any shot at, at getting control of the series over again. Yeah. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know if he can do it. I mean, when I look at what he's got to deal with, I mean, you've got to outperform Al and Rob. Because they're both going to be taking. No, and then you right. got to worry about Grant Williams knocking down threes because Grant, is, like most guys off the bench, he's going to be better at home right. than he is on the road. And so they're in tr- like I said, they're in trouble. True. Not like Bobby thinks the series is over trouble. It's just going to be it's going to be harder for them to be competitive. Honestly, I mean, I don't think Bobby's too awesome. far off. I don't think What's- Bobby's too far off. I mean, I, I do. I don't think the series is over, obviously, but. I think we'd all be stunned if the Celtics don't advance. I mean, I just think I don't. Maybe oh, I, I, expect, I expect them to do that. I expect. I think it's a six-game series. I, I, I felt that way at the beginning, and it, and there's nothing Same. I've seen yeah. that makes me think otherwise. So, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Sherrod. I, I don't think the Celtics are going to be here for uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, I, I think they can get this done in six. But with that being that's said, good, that's good because I got, far I got from plans. Over. So. That's far from over. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a gentleman. I also won't be around. <laughs> you got plans. I, I, I was like, I'm not trying to be Sunday night talking to you fools. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure <laughs> uh, I'm sure that the, the Celtics fans are, are hoping that they're not going to be nervous on Sunday watching a, uh, a winner go home, you know, game seven, NBA finals or nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't, think this, I don't think it'll go that far. But, again, this, this is not going to be a gentleman's sweep. Uh, the way Bobby's putting it. Um, the, the Miami Heat, they're just too tough of a team. They're too experienced. But, but I again, also think we're misusing the gentleman's sweep term, but that's okay. What do you mean? No, that's when, you, that's when you win three You win three, and you give them the fourth, and then you take them out in five. It's, yeah. not, just a, it's not just a 4-1 win, but that's okay. So Bobby said uh, backdoor sweep. Backdoor sweep, yeah. Uh, I don't know what, that, what that's all about. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's, what that's he a generation. That's, that's a generational thing. <laughs> Never heard that one before. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything Lisa about Russ, that. Russ, like, nah. <laughs> what? What is anyway, a, a? He said that, and I just completely ignored it because he, he just, said it. I don't know. He obviously has experienced like, back okay. sweep before, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't even want to go there. No, backdoor sweep. Backdoor sweep's a term. It absolutely is. Yeah, backdoor sweep. Yeah, backdoor sweep. Leave it that. 
John, that's the come on. That's Bobby generation. You never heard that. You probably heard that like I've, I've it's absolutely. It's it's exactly what really? he says. It is. You you lose one. You lose, and then you friggin' win. You win four straight. Hmm. Term. Anyways, this thing this thing can go to six. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if if uh, if it goes to six. I, I'll be really surprised if something's went out. If they went out from this point forward, I'll be that'd be very impressive. I have a question for you guys, and that is an honest question. I'm not sure the answer. I know that they they are going to now give like the Larry Bird Trophy and the Magic Johnson Trophy to the winner of each conference. Is that that's true, right? Do we know if Larry Bird will be presenting that trophy? We don't know that for sure, but I would imagine he would be. It would that make would be sense. Freaking awesome! That, at least yeah, Larry Bird inaugural. I just want confirmation he's alive still, and that'll be I good enough for me. Yeah, if we can get Larry yeah, Bird he was back at, to the TD Garden, the Celtics need to win this in six. He was at the Garden, what, last year, two years ago? When was that? But, yeah, I think, was, got a point. I think it was a couple years ago, yeah. But we he got hides. in this capacity, though, you know, on the court. NBA 75, nah. You yeah, know, right? friggin' like, retirements, nah. You know, like, forget <laughs> about it. Nah, man, we got to get Larry Bird back. <laughs> but I, love, I love how no one, it wasn't even a question. For the NBA standing fire, everyone's like, Yeah, Larry's not gonna go. Like, it's not- yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, no one was even like, Man, you know, let's try to start a petition or something. Everyone's like, No, Larry's just that's not that's not what don't even waste your time. He, he, he may not even know right. it happened, he doesn't even know that that, that, it, that it occurred. He's like, Oh, okay, <laughs> no one emailed him, and he's like, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Southern fans would lose it too. Uh, Larry Bird and Jim Pick, you know, something like that. Oh man, that would be that's what would go nuts. Yeah, but let's not get ahead of ourselves, guys. Let's not, you know, let's see. No, no, we don't. Let's yeah. see how Miami if, responds if it, first. If it were to happen. If it were to happen. But anyway. But, yeah, look. If Bam Adebayo just gives them something on offense, it, it, it would change the complexion <laughs> of the series, I think. Man, like, what happened? Talk about the way these two teams have, have changed in the past two years, but that's one of the bigger ones, if you think about it. I mean, going into the series, it was easy to overlook when the, when the Heat – you know, blew out the Celtics in the first round, but I mean, in the in game one, but it's just different when Al's out there. It's different when Marcus is out there. You know, it's, the defense. That's why, and again, to defend Bobby uh, in the in the kind of swinging of thing, like swinging back and forth, I I think it's fair to actually have completely change your opinion after one game, not just because they blew him out, but because you saw the guys, you saw Horford return quick, and you saw Marcus Smart look healthy, mm-hmm. and that is stuff that you can project forward into how things will look the rest of the way. I, and the heat are now trending in the wrong direction. Everything about this game has to, I don't care who you are and what you thought heading into it. After watching this, you have to feel different because again, the energy shifted. I mean, it really did when the, those two guys return. And and if Miami's battling injuries now, they're in, they're in trouble. Both teams fully healthy Celtics, I think had a, considerable and had a good edge enough edge to, to win the series i think mm-hmm. clean uh and now if it's yeah. if it's tilted in the favor of boston's fully healthy and miami's uh battling injuries i don't see how i don't i don't know how they how they pull it off i would not be shocked if the celtics r- r- ran off three straight but again miami's really good they can make you play bad and as good as the celtics look tonight they're not shooting 30 percent from 
They're not shooting 50% from three every game. So you always feel better about yourself when everything falls. Celtics can play good games and be ice cold shooting. And those are ones where you're kind of stuck in a rock fight against a team that's going to play hard. So Miami's not going anywhere. You just feel better about your personnel versus their personnel right now. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Facts, my dog. Facts, dog. <laughs> Man. And obviously, as someone win, just pointed though. out, as everyone just someone just pointed out in the thread, fat, uh, health can change quick too. So whatever you you can feel good today, and then friggin' three guys go down, and you're like, you know, of course. So, so who knows? We don't talk about one, that, yeah, because because uh, the one thing that we we don't know is is how will Marcus and out or how will Marcus feel tomorrow, or more important, two days from now, is, is he is he past this injury? Did he overexert himself? I think he's going to be fine, but. Again, to your point, I mean that's that's where you, you you can't feel too good about your team's health because it literally can change just like that, particularly when you got guys who are coming back from injuries. Yeah. Oh, and what the, one of the things, Bobby, and again, Terry Giles, by the way, I wonder if he's here for Tatum. Oh, really? What one of the things just where Bobby's changed his opinion a bunch of times was um, when he's down on Miami. It's who? Harry Giles. What's up? Harry, Harry Giles or Giles. I always say Giles. Jay Giles. <laughs> Tweet your own. Tweet your own. Yeah. Um, w- one of the things Bobby would talk about when Styles. he was kind of down on the down on Miami was uh, their offense and their inability to generate it. Um, and we saw it. Now you've seen, you know, this game tonight where outside of Jimmy Butler, really not much going. You saw a couple of games in Philly, a team that isn't a great defensive team without Joel Embiid. Uh, playing them go friggin' ice cold offensively. That does happen to Miami. And when you're playing yeah. a team as locked in as the Celtics can be defensively, when they have all their guys out there, again, I don't know how they're going to respond to to the Celtics defense with you know with all of their personnel there. And again, you're adding Derek White to the mix, which means those small ball night the small ball lineups can really be friggin' oh, nightmares yeah. for Miami. Well, the problem is good energy, right? But go ahead, Gerard. Yeah, well, dad and dad strength. It's 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 a new it's a new ball game for him for sure. Yeah. When you look at this Miami team though, they have a lot of the same problems that the Celtics had in game one as far as who's their or, who's their organizer? Is it Jimmy? And if Jimmy's the organizer, who's who's going to be that 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 second third score that he can lean on when he's not scoring? And Jimmy's not I mean Jimmy is a decent passer, but he's not like a Marcus Smart like passer where he's making the actual assist. He can make the hockey assist. And if and Gabe Vincent, he's not a real point guard either. So right. they have they're having part of the problems that John mentioned is with their offense is because they don't have guys who can organize that offense with Lowry out yeah. of the mix. That was his yeah. job. He didn't need to score a bunch of points. He just needed to get guys Lowry's in important. He's huge. Right. Huge. This is a lead by this is a lead by community backward right now. And, and look to right. their credit, they They've been balling, you know, even before game one, they've held it down. But the Celtics have adjusted, you know, and game one, again, not not having Marcus Smart out there in the backcourt, you know, um, this is a tough spot for these guys. There's not a whole lot of experience between uh, Max and, and Gibson, you know, even though they've been holding, again, they've been holding it down in the backcourt. I like Gabe a lot, while, but while it's Lowry's asking a lot. Yeah. It is. This it's is asking a lot. And he's delivered. He, don't get me wrong. He's delivered in, in, in a big way for this team. But it was just wasn't enough a- in, in this one. Right, this is a worst-case scenario for the Miami Heat to face a team exactly. built the way the Celtics are. I mean, the Celtics' strength is their perimeter defenders. Your weakness now without Lowry is your perimeter 
organizers, a guy that can can handle the pressure that the Celtics are going to put you put on you for, for, with their backcourt guys. And I, I give Gabe a lot of credit. He's played well in this series so far. But it's you. We all know that with guys who are traditionally backups, there's going to be a diminishing uh, return on them the longer this thing plays out. Like, he's playing great now, but how's he going to play when you've got an entire building that is screaming their asses off and, and booing you and just they're not, they are not your friends? <laughs> you Right now, you're surrounded by a bunch of friends. That ain't going to be the way it's going to be in Boston. Yeah. Uh, and, and so especially on a Saturday you, night. Especially yeah. on a Saturday night when folks going to be lit. You know they're going to oh, be yeah. lit before, be hot during, too. and after the game. Exactly. Yeah. So Jerks how, are gonna be popping I up. Hope they, I hope they've melted that garden ice underneath the parquet you know, at this point because uh, that'll be no, it's gone. It's gone they, now. They melted yeah, that. Right. No they more, didn't have no time more. to last game when they were slipping all over the, the floor on game no, seven. No more clicking and, and, and banging and all that noise that happens in the background when, when Bobby and I are doing our thing. Yeah. Oh man, Saturday's gonna be happening. People are gonna be passing out by the end of that game. Passing out heat, alcohol. Uh, yeah, the, whole the game's going to start like nine. Yeah. Uh, turn off the AC in the heat locker room. Do yeah, it old school. Like, yeah. yeah, there you go. Do it old school. <laughs> yeah. do, it red, do it red style. Put, put the heat on the heat. I got you, John. Yeah. I got you. I like it. What's the, uh, what's the weather happened, in Miami? Uh, a couple, couple years ago. You, you guys been uh, getting some sun out down there? Come on. Now we working, Jimmy. What you mean? I mean, yeah, the report, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the report okay. that the report that Bobby and I did from the beach that was that was pretty cool. Come on, that was the guard that was the guard report. Yeah, you've been working on something. I don't know what, but you've been working on South something. Beach debut. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, do hello. You guys do hello fresh yet? Or? We we tried. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. We did. You know what? Yeah, that was that was your. Know, you need to take the clip from me, Sherrod, and Bobby that we did today. And that's got to be that's got to be one of the better reads we've ever done. Like you just send that to HelloFresh and be like, "This is what we're doing over here. Like this is <laughs> renewal. Know, we're loving. We're exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that'll do it. We love renewals. We love renewals. Renewals, guys, help us out. I'll give you one more shout out. If you don't want if you don't want to deal with grocery shopping and all the food prep, get yourself some HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com. Slash right. playoff 16. Get use the code playoff 16 up to 16 free meals. It's still free active. meals, people. Come on. Yep. Go get it. Uh fresh farm fresh food delivered to your door. Uh, a whole uh series of customizable options. The uh, meatloaf. Really, it's all about the meatloaf. Yeah. In a year. In a year, I swear, Hello Fresh will come out with a Sherrod's meatloaf or something. <laughs> Yeah, they like, will, dude. And, and, and yeah. what pisses me off yeah, about yeah. that though is like, like meatloaf is like my specialty. Meatloaf is the one thing I, I actually, meatloaf is the one thing I can absolutely kill when it comes to being in the kitchen. But their meatloaf is pretty damn good. I, th- I still think mine's is the shit. But theirs is really, really good. Why is it really good? Why is that the only? I bet you can do more than just meatloaf, bro. Come on. That's what. But th- but that's, that's the one. I'm. Yeah, yeah that's like. That's the. Okay. I mean. You, like when you I, look, Josue, when you talk to my son Isaiah and ask him, "What does your dad cook?" That's really good. Ninety, I, I, I bet you ten. I'll bet you he'll save meatloaf. Okay, all so right, then right. so, that, so then what you say about Hello Fresh meatloaf? That's that's it's really good. It's it's yeah. really good. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. they yeah. they make a meatloaf. really good man knows meatloaf. That, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I had uh, I had Indian style chicken, which was delightful. A little curry on there, a little yeah. kick to it. 
That one I got to try. The, uh, the, yeah, we're talking about going and the, the house was, you know, like it was. That, that's solid. some good stuff. That's some yeah, good stuff, solid, I got to say. I got to say. But I'm going to need to see those expense reports from Joe Sway and Bobby because I, I, what I'm hearing, I may, I may need to get to game five. I may need to get to game five, man. <laughs> I'm going to do some investigating. So. All right. Head on down. Head on Head on down. Yeah. Uh, I'll be the only one here. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you wouldn't no, survive man. a night in Miami, I don't think, the, anymore, John. I don't think so. If this thing goes to Memorial Day weekend, no, man. That's dude, that, that wasn't my that scene when the, I was 25. Oh yeah. That would, If this thing goes to, the memor to, to Memorial Day weekend, man, that would be – because win or lose, I mean, you got, you got Memorial Day, you know? Sherrod, you're not you're not getting that flight for Monday morning at the game seven. Stop. No way, you're chilling. Don't don't act like you didn't leave at the game seven when there's a holiday weekend. And, yeah, and whether the Suns going to the NBA finals be, or not, that would be a, you know even, even going to NBA finals that's a week away. That'd be an extra day. That'd be fiscally that'd be irresponsible. Day, you don't want to take a flight on Memorial Day weekend. You got to stay a couple days and wait for those prices to drop a little bit. You know. Oh, that's how that's gonna go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's yeah. your game plan. That's just scam. I mean, game plan. Okay. Yeah. That's you. that's just being fiscally responsible. <laughs> you know. That's just scam. Stay a couple days. Wait for prices to drop. Have <laughs> a couple clubs. Bronze the thighs a bit. I gotta oh, get some, I gotta get some color. Look at me over here. It's the light though. It's the lighting. It's the lighting. Just blame the light. Well, oh, you'll hat. have Saturday. Yeah. You, plus, you'll have Saturday, Jimmy. You'll be in the sun all day Saturday. Yeah, I'm thinking pool day on Sunday. I'm thinking pool day. Come on, Miami. You want, me to, start, you want, me, to, you, you want me to set Let's you guys up for some basketball talk, or you want to keep going with this? <laughs> oh, we're still, we're still talking about basketball? <laughs> give me, give me I, was game I, want, I was just I letting you go. I was just letting you go. I want a 20-20 game from Bam Adebayo, all right? Let's pretend we're in the bubble over again, and he's an actual threat on offense. I don't. Come I on. don't. Give me game seven. <laughs> I don't. Not? I don't want that. I, I kind of like what he's doing right now. Then. I'm I'm good with what he's doing right now. Oh, no, I know. josue has got a little pep in his step, a little 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 hop in his in his voice. No, Shiraz, like, he's a Florida. I think Shiraz Shiraz at, is a Miami guy. <laughs> Shiraz looking ahead. He wants to go out west. He's ready for the finals. He's like, let's let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, a little uh Oakland. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. <laughs> Are we still talking about meatloaf? I just stopped. <laughs> We're on to yeah. John's like, no, we're, we're, John's like I, I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm just waiting for John to just give us the rap. That's what I'm waiting for. I was gonna give Bobby a chance to come back in and be excited about something, you know. Um, He's interviewing Struess, the art of an ankle break, right now. <laughs> <laughs> how to fall, how to fall gracefully when you get your ankle snapped. I, I, I want to do. I want. I want three thousand words on Neesmith's twelve <laughs> seconds in, in the first yeah, half. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. when he came in, for, when he came in defensively, he's like, I'm in the game. And then it was like, honk. And then Tatum came right back. It was so funny because because Bobby sent out that tweet was like, I just had dinner with Sherrod. And, and I told him that needs to be. Yes. Oh, man. Wait, what? I didn't even finish reading the tweet until I saw him back on the page. And he's been like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like. Why did you do this, Bobby? The, 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 uh, those, I know what you're talking the about. The first oh, half oh, of oh, Smith oh, minutes. All jokes aside, that story is going to be fire, though. That, that, that Mac story is going to be fire because it's, it's – I mean, I guess it's not amazing because – 
you know, NBA players aren't are in, in, in the know, so to speak, with, with people's background. But a lot of players don't know that he was cut by the Celtics. Like, it, it's, Bobby's onto something there, but that was that was funny. <laughs> it's fun. It's funny actually. They're like, oh, what? that was a funny quote from Ime pregame. He wasn't even here for that, and he's like, oh, that was a good up one with too. that one. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't here yeah. for that. He's like, I love when he made. In other words, I wouldn't have cut him. I felt like he was trying to say I wouldn't. I wouldn't have cut that guy. But. Yeah, yeah, we missed out on that one. Is what he said. Uh, yeah, right. Struce wasn't great tonight. Missed a lot of open shots. Well, they said up. before the game, right? By Marcus, he had to test yeah, out. He had to. He had to test out to see if he could play. So there's something not right with him. He didn't look great. Physically, he was questionable for game one, too, when he yeah. played. But, yeah, they've been on the injured risk list for a while. I believe Tucker was as well. I'm not sure Tucker was, what, too. But they had a group of guys who were in that. I believe Vincent, too. So they're a banged-up group, for sure. Uh, they've been that way for a little while. They've overcome it with guys stepping up in the bigger roles. That's the story of this season. But playoffs, the story becomes how many guys can you play? How many guys can you survive? Right now, the Celtics have seven guys. Eight, depending on what White looks like when he comes back, rolling right now. And the Heat have what? We count it off. It's like Bam, Jimmy, Heroes giving them good minutes, and you know one or two other guys some nights. And Struess. But he- Heroes getting torched when he's out there. But that's it. Those are like your guys you can rely on. Deadman gives you a little something, but as deep as they look coming into this, they're thin with all these injuries. And the Celtics, Pritchard's. Out of nowhere, again, and Joe Sway, to his credit, said tonight's another night that you can lean in on Pritchard. He gives them some shooting, some scoring there. And, again, like this – I this just – John, we've watched a lot of championship teams in Boston over the years, and you know what it feels like when you're in it. They, they just respond. They keep surprising you. More guys keep stepping up like Pritchard, like Grant, like Smart, with miraculous performances that – raise the team's level on any given night this feels like a championship team to me it does like this feels like that's where this is headed if they stay healthy if they don't get stagnant in certain quarters and blow games like they have the points here they're walking the edge but they're right there with anybody and again now that they're healthy i think you got to consider them favorites to to do it and yeah i just love where they're at i love what they look like right now and I love this matchup for them. I did all the way coming in, and it's going to turn back to Boston now. And you could potentially be coming back to Miami if you take care of business. Three-one yeah. speed. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I really am. Yeah, I'm gonna reading Sherrod, reading Sherrod's face. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him to talk next. <laughs> okay. I know. Um, I, hear, yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel that the Celtics are in control of the series, but I'm not going to even go there and just say that this thing is pretty much a wrap because again, this is a very mentally tough Miami heat team. And I'm not And the one thing that I know this time of year, even if you're banged up, even if you're, you're shorthanded, you're still, if your mental toughness is at an elite level, which I think theirs is, I'm not going to assume that they're just going to roll over and play dead. And I'm not going to assume that even if you are as good as Boston has been, that you're just going to roll over them. Miami is not going to go away. They're just not. And the Celtics, even though on paper the Celtics look better than them, health-wise the Celtics are in better shape. Celtics have home court advantage now. I'm not going to disrespect this Miami Heat team. To me, they're like that. They're, they're a cockroach that is not going to go away until you kill it. You may be 10, 20, 40. 
100 times bigger than them, have every advantage. You have to kill them before they're going to go away. And that just hasn't happened yet. You got to take care of business in game three. Take care of business in game four. And then we can start seriously thinking about putting them away. But right now, all you've done is snatch home court advantage with at least three more games to play. With a 34-point right. lead in this game. And I know it doesn't add up in the next game, but this It is doesn't. It lo- yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, like it's like what Bam said, man. It counts as one. It just counts as one one loss, you know? It's, it's, a, it's the first – oh, he said, no, it's the first of four. You know, this is one, and it's the first of four wins, you know? So, yeah, I'm with you, Sherrod. But you – let's others deal with what with, with they had to, you know, with their backs against the wall. It's so, it's good. Thing- but – well, yeah. let's see what happens when, when they head back home. They have to got to take care of that. They, they have, have to take court. care of home, absolutely. And it, and they do that, right. then we can start seriously looking at the next round, and we can look at them putting these guys away. But 1-1, one, one, no, because all they got to do is no, still win in Boston. Early. Damn, they're back in control of the series. <laughs> the, the, the thing, again, though, this is just how I felt. This is how I felt coming in, and I, I again the chat's getting on me like I'm flip flopping here. I said coming into the series, this could be a five six game series. In Boston you did, Day, you did say that. So I'll give you that. Like I love this matchup for them. I love the way they defend this group, and if you keep it in the half court, the Heat are really gonna have a lot of trouble scoring. They just are. They don't have a lot of shooting. They don't have a lot of just creators off the dribble who can get inside and beat these big men here. We talk about. As Sherrod said there, the issues Bam has against this defense. And Butler, credit him. He put in work in that third quarter tonight and yeah. really made up ground fast. But they had already put themselves behind so far at that point. And as great as he is, he's not a guy that can hit three. So you go down like that, and he's not going to be able to work you back himself. Yeah. And one, one of the low-key things that Celtics did really, really well in the first half was turnovers. They had four. In the entire yes. first half, and so that's that, the key that, to this series, Sherrod. It is. It is. Tatum had one yeah. because that that doesn't allow Miami to get out and run. And if they can't get out and run and get easy baskets, as Bobby pointed out, they struggle in a half court because they don't have an organizer. And so, if you're the Celtics, if you have low turnover games, you're gonna you're gonna control this series and, and end it fairly quickly. But again, Miami's defense, I think they they're gonna have at least one more game where they're gonna, I think, force a lot of turnovers and, and get a W. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too. I thought it was interesting too because Spolstra was asked about Kyle Kyle Lowry, where he is in his progression and trying to come back, and he kind of just like scoffed. He was just like, "Like, dude, I'm not even thinking about that right now. (laughs) Like, I'm just trying to get this, trying to get a win without him. You know, heading into Boston, and I I think it spoke volumes as to where he is in in his recovery. Maybe that doesn't mean he's out for the entire series, but I just think heading heading into Boston for Game Three and Four, I don't think Spolstra is 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 crossing his fingers on that one. He's trying to figure this thing out without Lowry. Yeah, there's a difference. Oh, that doesn't between, help. Yeah, Lowry's got a lot of miles diff- in there. That's true. There's yeah. a difference between Brown at 25 bouncing back from these hamstring things to Lowry at what, 36, 37? Yeah, that hammy is no joke. Bobby, what'd you get from uh, Tatum? Anything good? Not a ton from Tatum. He was talking about their resiliency, that being the difference between the bad Celtics teams that they've had during his career and the good ones, the way they've bounced back, especially from the bad losses. You said, Jimmy, 3-0 after losses, now 4-0 after losses. But uh, Al spoke as well tonight and did clarify that uh, he went and got a test after not feeling well. So, I don't know, you know, we're still sort of parsing and figuring out what happened there, going into COVID protocol for two days. But... Again, he, he thanked, uh, thanked the Lord that he was able to get back yeah. out there. And Abby with a funny question saying, you in that dark room, 
third quarter. What was it like watching that? And I was just like, I wasn't in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, it's not a concussion. It's not a concussion. <laughs> yeah, no, he was in a padded wall. She from the definitely world. was. He was definitely thinking about concussion. <laughs> yeah, that that's the dark room. <laughs> it probably felt pretty dark though in that third quarter. She the was like, was probably, no, man, I just sat. I was watching her in the friggin'. I was, <laughs> I was watching her on my seventy-two inch TV. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's actually that's, in a pretty awesome suite in one of the nicer hotels in Miami. Probably. That's when you, that's when yeah. you drop the. Uh, I'm, I'm in a dark place. You know, when you're in a dark place. Yeah, no, like that's what she was getting that's at. Definitely yeah. No, no, that's the, not what um, you meant. Yeah. It's fine. The uh, you know again, we talked about that. Some people here are a little dubious, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. He's back. He's playing. No. Marcus is back. He's playing. Derek White. We're hoping for good health for everyone involved. We we he's out for personal reasons. We Second think, Hendrix. He we think Rob's he's, lead. We think he's going home uh, for uh, to 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 give birth to his first child, and that's why he missed the game. So hopefully he'll be back as well. Um, and game. There's no rest here. It's every other day. So we are back yep. again on Friday in Boston for game three, right? Sat- Saturday. 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 Saturday for that'd game a, three. That'd right. be a heck of a turnaround. It's Friday sorry, right I, now. It is Friday. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a day off. Saturday for game three. Uh, everyone will be hanging out. Yep. Uh, it, for me, the day doesn't end until I go to sleep. But okay, exactly, and they're all 8 30 yeah. starts, so we'll be doing this, yeah. uh, late into the evening as well. I'm not gonna ask for final thoughts, we're gonna go off the rails. I think we've said all we can say, so we are gonna wrap it. Uh, unless Bobby, you're late to the party here, do you have anything last to say? We've Bobby already... gets to close us out, all right, Bobby. We, we, we went on to Meatloaf and, and South down. Beach, and and you know, we went to dark rooms and dark places, uh, when you weren't here. <laughs> One more thing out of this, yeah, I, I guess there's Joe Swice said when I was coming on. I, I did get to talk to Max Bruce one-on-one for a good while today. So look out for that. Boston Sports <laughs> Journal, Saturday. He's coming. And then The Zone. Shameless plug. Media. I love it. I mean, this is our content here. CLNS Media got something on the zone breaking from the Celtics tonight. Coming, Isn't uh, that coming refreshing, after though? After after watching them, like, watching their brains just snap trying to face, like, this really generic zone just to see them light up and be yeah. like, oh, my God, we're going to we're gonna absolutely. Ime had a great quote apart. on it. They're all, now, they're, they're all grown up now. They're all grown up now. Everyone loved this quote on Twitter. Ime was just like, we were ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Struce report coming up. You know, Ime and his coaching staff are watching those games. Like, look at these dudes struggling. <laughs> like, watch the 2020 games. Look, look what they look what they oh, doing out there. They're gonna I go zone. You guys ready to slash show? Ime's Come on in, guys. Come on in. Isn't that adorable? Everything's <laughs> yeah, right. just so simple and straightforward for Ime. He exudes that confidence and it carries through. I mean, some people do that and they don't follow through with it. Ime, he says something's going to happen and it happens. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Right. I love Ime. Yeah, That's he right. was on point today, I, the, just the way he had them settled. Called timeouts, yeah. the, you know, a couple times when he's like, nope, don't yeah. like it, don't like it, don't like it. You know, let's, let's pull it together. I mean, know? like, we'll, we'll look back on it after this season, but remember early on we were like, like, this guy hasn't coached before and, you know, we were waiting to see what he was all about and you just couldn't imagine a more perfect hire for this team. And Spolster actually said they had had some history, obviously, in the finals there, but going back and forth when Ime was with the Spurs and, you know, they yeah. crossed paths over the Olympics this summer. And he was like, 
people in the <laughs> coaching world thought this guy should have been hired 10 years ago. Like it was obvious mm-hmm. to us and he just, he just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you know, he came in with confidence. Like I know what, I know how to do this. I know how to fix it. What we were worried about in the beginning was same old shit that Brad, that, that, that basically submarine Brad and Brad was a good coach and they ate him alive. Um, And he couldn't, he couldn't get through anymore and whatever Brad was doing wasn't working. And Ime who came in with his, you know, different style and different brand and things that he thought he could get out of these guys. They didn't listen. Um, yeah. and what, once I they just, started, yeah. what, I mean, the, once they started doing what he may wanted them to do, boom, you know, I so just, I, I just remember, yeah, yeah, I just remember saying, look, if, if he isn't the guy, then this thing is just not going to work between Tatum and Brown. It's like, broken. I it's broken. Like, broke yeah. Batum, I remember saying that back in like December, I was like, like, not only do you guys have experience with this coach, not only did you guys pretty much you, like hand you asked this for coach. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, and right. it's like, you know, getting out of those bad habits obviously took, took, longer than we expected but it was like all right if this guy again if, if he if it isn't if he isn't it by the end of the season then they had to really start thinking about the core of this team and breaking it up but all that is in the rear view at this some point. people still but, are thinking about the core of this yeah. team yeah <laughs> Uh-oh. we're gonna call it a night what do you mean shut it down john hit the button shut it to bobby and the Good stream night. Bobby, end the stream. <laughs> we're gonna, I missed that one. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to go Saturday. Saturday, we are back, all five of us here on the Struist Report, uh, live after the game. <laughs> we will see you That's guys the then. Day. Check out Bobby's stuff. Check out Joe yeah, Sway's stuff. Subscribe to BSJ. Court. Subscribe to BSJ, Full Court Press, Bulletin.com, uh, and CLNS Media for all our late stuff. Joe Sway, Bobby, hang tight. I'm going to talk to you about some stuff we got to do from the arena. But Ooh. the rest of you guys, thank all you right. for hanging. Thanks, we still John. got thousands here hanging out in the chat. Millions. Thank you guys, as always. We we, we appreciate, appreciate you. Uh, hanging subscribe out. Subscribe to the Cedric Maxwell podcast while you're Cedric at Maxwell podcast, Sherrod <laughs> Blakely A-list podcast, Dome Theory podcast. Every podcast, you are you Jimmy Jones, the Jimmy John Jimmy podcast. Still in the work, still, 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 still under construction. Huh? Under construction. <laughs> this is quite a buildup, guys. Nick, Nick won't let us do it. He won't. We've been begging him. He won't let us do it. Yeah, DM Nick. Yeah, tell him <laughs> you want Jimmy John podcast. He won't. No, He's like no he free sponsors it. for Jimmy John, guys. He's right? like so enough, enough Xanus. I've had it. <laughs> that we can all get behind. <laughs> enough, enough. I don't want anymore. Uh, anyway, no, Xanus is doing spots another podcast too, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> ah, those yeah, are good guys, too. man. Yeah, um, that was good. That was good. I like that. I like good that. guys. They're really good guys. It was fun, fun hanging out with those guys. Um, they, they jump in. They jump in on the show. They jump in on Slack too. Pro sports is it pro fan sports yes yeah yeah talk to them check out their podcast guys two good guys local guys uh talk about boston sports really fun um anyway thank you guys for hanging out uh we will see you on saturday good night